What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Birdie, the podcasting coach here. In this episode, we are going to talk about the knowing and doing gap. We know we have to do something, but we're not doing it. We're holding it off for a certain reason. How do we stop that? How do we, we acknowledge we have to do something, and then we actually go ahead and do it? We're going to be talking about this topic with our guest who joins us today. He is a dynamic coach, speaker, and presenter whose experience includes working with Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey, and he was also a consultant with Bob Proctor. He's been a top real estate agent, uh, yeah, top real estate agent for 11 years with Remax and a serial entrepreneur with multiple successful six-figure businesses. Our guest who joins us in this episode of Breakthrough Success is none other than Francois Lopien. Wow, that's great, Mark. Thank you. Welcome. Happy to be here. (laughs) Quite an introduction. Thank you. Francois, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I feel like this is an issue everybody can relate to. You know you got to do something, but it's just not clicking. You're not feeling it. Like All these different reasons, excuses pop up for not getting something done. So I'm wondering if we could start by, we know we have to do something. How do we make it more manageable? Because I think part of the reason we fail to do the things we know we're supposed to do is because we overcomplicate it and put on so much work. Interesting. I like that aspect of it. And definitely, if things are overcomplicated and we're not sure, as human beings who have a tendency to stop, we put on the brakes. And as we put on the brakes, nothing happens. But the knowing doing gap goes a little deeper than that. And it's got to do with sort of filters, virus codes, insecurities, and doubts that we have within ourselves. And we ask and we go into this internal scenario of, do I really know what I'm talking about? Am I sure about this? Is there a better way to do things? And those questions are disempowering. And the nice part about it is that we have the choice of our questions. Look at this. I have here on my bookshelf, a book that I've had for 18 years. It's called questions are the answer. I never read the book. (laughs) How come I picked this up in the airport in between two talks as a speaker that I had to do. And the title really grabbed my attention. Questions are the answer. And when I started to read the book, it went totally sideways. Not where I expected it, but I say, and as always do, there's always a silver lining. There's always something good somewhere. So I decided to go that route. And I've used these things of questions are the answer as a beacon in my life, such as what you have just mentioned, the knowing doing gap. Why am I not doing what I know how to do? How about we change the question to a more empowering one? How can I start doing what I know I can do? How can I start enjoying the journey rather than not being happy and being self-conscious of maybe some of my shortcomings, changing the questions that we ask ourselves as a tendency to increase the value of the answers that we get. That's why questions are the answer. You don't like the answer? Change the question. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, it's an automatic empowerment that you get as a first answer to the knowing doing gap. There's way more, but that's a start. And I really love how, I mean, questions, they really frame a conversation, not just here on Breakthrough Success, but all, and any interview in general, but also the inner conversation. There's a big difference between how can I be less terrible and how can I get better? 
the two questions, you're, you're looking for the same end results, but one of them is belittling yourself. The other is challenging yourself to do more. And I think the questions we ask ourselves, as Francois mentions, really paints a good picture of how we can reframe our minds to take action on the things we are supposed to be doing. Now, I do feel like with a lot of uh, like interviews and books, audiobooks and courses, you hear something like that. And you're like, Francois, that was a really good point. I definitely see how that makes sense. But how do we actually make the mental shift? Because I feel like a lot of people hear these positive words of re-encouragement or this mindset hack, but how do we actually integrate it rather than just hearing about it on a podcast and then forgetting about it and not really following up with it? Very nice. I like this point. As I worked with Tony Robbins as a national trainer for him, there was something that he mentioned. Most people read books and attend webinars, seminars, or you listen to a podcast, and it's like a warm bath. It just doesn't last. And so we need to do something about it. And in order for it to be more present, I'm going to give you some tools right now to help bridging the knowing doing gap. And it's an exercise. I said, oh, no, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Yes, there is work involved in getting better in life. And one of them is identifying the non-productive actions that we do, the NPA, the non-productive actions. There are things that we do that creates results that we don't want, and we still do them. Those are non-productive actions. As we identify these, and take a pen and paper, and write it down, it will help you to get outside of your head. Why do I say outside of your head? When we're in there, we're thinking in all sorts of directions. When you take it out of your head and you put it on a piece of paper, you can now deal with it because it is now linear, much easier. As you have your non-productive actions, then the simplest trick to change what you're doing in another situation is to do the polar opposite. Write down the exact opposite of your non-productive actions. And right there will give you a clue on what else you can do. And I can guarantee you, if you do the opposite of what you're doing that gives you bad results, you will change your results really fast. And most probably in the direction of where you want to go. I call this not a 360, but a 180. Make a 180 in what you're thinking. And just that 180 is going to help you to move forward. Now, there's another thing that I like to say, controversial to some, but that's okay. I say that God cannot steer a parked car. Keep moving. If you're stuck and you're in park, you're not going anywhere. If you are moving, if you're going in the wrong direction, you can get into the right direction much easier because you already have momentum. Therefore, coming back full circle, if you identify your NPA, non-productive actions, and you identify the PA productive actions that you can do and you start doing them because you're moving, it course corrects. And through the feedback that we get, we can get better, get it closer to the destination of our choice. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I love that. Especially the fact that like, you know, God can't steer a parked car. Like you have to generate the initial momentum. There's a lot of magic that can happen once you get the momentum going. And there are things that are really good that can happen to you that you're not really anticipating when you start on your journey, but you don't get any of those good results without putting the car into drive in this metaphorical sense. 
Now, there are going to be some people who uh, they feel really like down on something where they mm. maybe it's something that they stopped doing for years and like that momentum piece, like that's so important. How do you suggest we start on that initial momentum? Because I think with momentum, once you get it and you're in that rhythm, you can make a lot happen. It's the start that's the hardest part. So how do we get the start down and just get moving? Excellent question. Thank you for asking. When we started this podcast, you mentioned about clarity. And if we're not clear, we stop moving. We slam the brakes. Number one to help you get going is to have clarity. What is it that you want? Again, remember we said that questions are the answer. What do you want? What do you really want? And ensure that the answer that you provide to this question has some desire to back it up. Because newsflash, whenever you decide to do something, life is going to hit you and try to stop you. It will. And if your desire level is very low, the first time that you get hit, you're going to go back home with your tail between your legs and says, I'm not doing this no more. But if you're clear about where you want to go, combined with desire of doing it, then you're going to start to take action. And these actions are going to make you create momentum. By the way, you said before, and I loved it, there's something I'm going to paraphrase, that as we take action, now new results starts to happen. People say and ask you and me for sure, but how does it happen? How does it happen? Mark down the answer to this question, which is fantastic. The how is only revealed to those who pay the price. That's what it is. People say, how do you do it? How is the reward of those who paid the price? Meaning, when you take action, you're doing, paying the price. In the corner, I don't know if we were on video or just audio, but what I'm pointing out is a gold medal. I am a gold medalist in Taekwondo, martial arts, Canadian champion. I can tell you that I had to work really hard to make this happen. A lot of people wanted it, but I just wanted it more. And I trained more and harder in order to make it happen. The persistent consistency, because it was clear what I wanted, backed up with a desire. That's why people that come and work with me, I do not settle for mediocrity. Gold medal results is the standard that we're aiming at. And because, good news, everybody, you have it inside of you. We just need to dust off the things that have been stopping you. And as we start doing this, you're going to be like a phoenix coming out of the ashes and flying and spreading your wings. And people will see what you have inside of you. And you'll be able to contribute more to the people around you. It's a win-win situation. Coming up, we're going to be talking about how to put in the hours doing the work that you love that's going to create meaningful progress while at the same time not sacrificing the important people and activities and hobbies around you. We will be talking about that very shortly, but first, we have a quick message from our sponsor. Podcasting is a rapidly growing industry, but running ads on your favorite podcast can be a bit confusing. Capitalizing on a fast-growing industry should be easy, but it isn't. Until now, with Zwook.co, that's Z-V-O-O-K.co, like book with a Z and a V. Book podcast ads with Zwook. If you're wondering how to run profitable podcast ads, 
or get more sponsors for your show, head over to Zwook, the world's first recommendation engine for audio advertising. Create your free account on zwook.co, not .com .co. And the platform will give you podcast recommendations in a matter of seconds that cater to your set budget and other criteria. Confirm podcast advertising opportunities in a few clicks rather than a chain of emails and calls with the sales team at Zwook. With no minimum budget and the freedom to explore podcast advertising on various shows, Zwook.co is a no-brainer for gaining visibility through podcasting. You can use the coupon code BREAKTHROUGH for 10% off your first podcast ad campaign. Head over to Zwook.co to get started today. Again, that's Z-V-O-O-K dot co. Swook dot co. And I do want to double down on the concept of pay the price. I mean, it is something that we do hear very often. Like you got to like success doesn't come to someone who's just going to sit still. Like you got to pay the price. You got to put in the hours and do the work and all those different things. Uh, but Francois mentioned that, you know, he paid the price more so than the other people who wanted that medal. Uh, I'm wondering how can we get better at making that investment in ourselves, in our work, and also having some sense of balance. Like I feel like a lot of people do want to, uh, there's this balance of you want to work hard, but you don't want to sacrifice some of the things around you. So I'm wondering what your take is on that. I, I love the question. And it, it's going to bring some controversy also. And if you're not polarized, you're not attracting the right people and repelling the wrong one. So what, what I'd like to say on this is there is no such thing as time management. Ditch that. There is no such thing as time management. You, Mark, and I, and everybody else listening to this, we all have 24 hours in a day. You cannot manage what we all have together. But what you can do is you manage your activities. This is the best thing that you can consider in your life to bring back balance. You talked about the words, very important. Balance is important because if you're out of balance for too long, you're going to burn out. Therefore, managing your activities, blocking time in that schedule of yours of things that will not be moved, such as the podcast time that you and I have scheduled right now. It was in your agenda. It was in my agenda. And so we planned accordingly. And then besides this, on a daily basis, people are looking to have success in their lives. There are things that must be done for us to be successful. A little tip to all of us. And sometimes I fall short on this coming out of balance. And it's good. Nobody has all the answers. The day that you think you know it all is the day you start to fall. That's for sure. But if you, if you have certain activities that are income generating activities, you need to put them in your agenda every day. What's going to happen is at one point, you're going to be very busy because of those income generating activities. And you're going to say, oh, I have no time for this. Big mistake. Big mistake. You need to consistently do the things that will fill in your pipe, regardless of how busy you are. Get less busy, only 24 hours in a day. Manage your activities. Know the ones that bring you back the most and consistently do them. That will bring you momentum that will carry you to the next level, which will come to what all my clients experience, work less and earn more 
by having more time with your family and loved ones to do the things you love. And that's to me is success in life. I mean, I really love the activity management point because you just have to check the boxes that you have to check. Like, it's not like, especially if you're an entrepreneur, like it's not about like per hour, it's more like results. Like results are the thing that people care about the most. And if you focus on the activities you have to do, the ones that yield the most fruits, so which ones yield the most income now and which activities can yield the most income in the future. It's one of those, like, you know, you got a seed grows into the trees, scaling, like you figure out what those activities are and you prioritize those. And now all of a sudden you can cut out some of the other activities that they aren't driving income as much, or they don't have as much potential. And I mean, a lot of life, like there's a lot of areas where less is more. And if you have fewer activities for business, that's going to give you more time for family because I know for so many people, they do want to strike that balance. It's never a perfect balance, but it is something that you pay attention to how you feel. So you're not putting too much time into one versus the other over an extended period. So just the idea of activity management is so useful. So uh, breakthrough success listeners, I would suggest write down all the things you do and then figure out what are the things that yield the most results for you. And what are some of the things that maybe you could push to the side a little bit or not do as much? Interestingly enough, and I'll say I like to walk the talk. I have six kids, six, and I never missed any of their sports or school activities. Never. Why? Because I manage my activities, not my time. It's priority. Decide what's important in your life and put it down. Take some spots for it and it's a non-negotiable. As you do that, you get so much stronger. You build that muscle that's going to enable you to stand your ground and make sure that you do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And as you do this, the results keep multiplying. It becomes exponential, which is fantastic. And, you know, you heard it from Ryan Swat himself, six kids. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people who they just think they can't or they think that their circumstances are too much. And people have like a variety of circumstances. Like some people have like, you know, really good luck. Other people, not so much. But I do think like the way that you view yourself, the way that you view the future can really have an impact on the type of direction you have. So I think instead of, it's again, like, instead of asking yourself, how can I be less terrible? It's like, how can I be better? And asking those right questions really can set you up on a path where not only are you doing the things that you know you should be doing, but you are living the type of life you are happy with. At the end of the day, that is the most important thing. Uh, to really be striving for. Now, if you guys want to learn more about the Knowing Doing Gap, Francois is all over the place. So for people who want to follow your work and keep following your journey, where do you suggest we go? LinkedIn. I have a big following on LinkedIn, but howtobecomemore.com. That's my website, howtobecomemore.com. You can explore different things in there. And for the viewers that are listening to us on your podcast right now, I'll then go to my website. I'll have a link that says schedule a call. I will give you a free call on my, I have a proprietary system called the cure C U R R E. 
and it cures people from many different things. And I'm talking about performance and success performance. And then in that time, I'll help you clarify the things that you want to do. And I will help you uncover hidden challenges that are slowing you down, standing in your way, or even stopping you from achieving the success that you want. I will even give you solutions for that. And then you decide. You implement on your own, at your own speed, or if you want, and if we are a good fit, we can decide to implement together to skyrocket and make exponential success out of you. Either way, it's a win for you. We miss 100% of the shots we don't take. So if you have something that can help you, take it and grow and run with it. You'll benefit and the people around you will benefit from it as well. Well, Breakthrough Success listeners, make sure you check out Francois' website. Schedule a call with him as well if that is something you are interested in. Uh, Francois, though, thank you so much for coming on Breakthrough Success. It was such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. And all the best. And thanks for all you do.